Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey man, Coach said it best. We do not care, we can't care. We have to worry about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, um, we, we also know that uh, there's a lot on the line um, for us. You know, we have to win this game to continue to give ourselves a shot. You know, we need help from other teams, but all we can do is worry about us. You know, so that's their problem. We can care less that they have them. That's the, that's the decision that they made. And we have to go out and play the best game that we can play to, to put ourselves in a position uh, to, to capture a W. Well, I'm going to ask you what I asked you before, Max. And forget what Pat Peterson just said right now. We got to get to the bottom of this. You're playing hoops at four. Th- you get up at four thirty in the morning to play hoops. Get Zooks, man. I, I is somebody got a gun to your head, or are you just playing stupid? No, I mean, listen. You know, new year, new opportunities. You're trying to trying to change the uh, the narrative about hey, you know, getting in shape. So I'm trying to do my part. Okay. Uh, to do that, and granted, it was Full court? Uh, it was a struggle. Full court. Full, Full court. court. Oh Lord. Full oh. court. Heavens. Uh, but the game, the games are only to seven, so you had to win by two. Wait, wait games are only to seven. Seven, seven points because because each thing costs you know each bucket is one. So, okay, one point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then you know three pointers are actually two pointers, and then you know it's round robin style. So as you win, you stay on the court. You lose, you got to take your turn. Okay. Um, How and, did you guys do? We won all three games that I played. Oh, um, and it was not because of me. It, it was not it wasn't, because of me. It wasn't. No, I had some good rebounds. I had, I had a couple of good passes. Um, I did hit. I did hit uh, an elbow jumper and two putbacks in three games. So I mean, I felt. I felt good about myself. I felt okay. good. I was like, I put the ball in the bucket, you know. And that's right. It was. Uh, yeah, it, it was a personal victory. So you know, I, I felt. I felt accomplished, and, and, um, and we're applauding you for it. You know, I mean, that's yeah, you know. that's the, that, that's the desire of a man wanting to be in shape, get in there, be be selfless, work for his team. And the best part is, I mean, we all know Max gets plenty of sleep, so four thirty yeah. to go play basketball, brilliant. That's like that, that yeah. just rocked me. How, what? How <laughs> did thing, you get cattle prodded? Max gets that? plenty of sleep, yeah. I tell you. Yeah, well, uh, my, my, I, I, got, I got peer pressured by my buddy C.J. Davis. Okay. Um, who, former Pitt Panther, C.J. Davis, um, and Carolina Panther. But, yeah, yeah, C.J. was like, Max, man, we're playing playing church league basketball this morning. Hey, you need to come. I'm like, ugh, are you serious? <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, no, you're going to come. And what I do? I came, I saw, and Conquer. yeah, I did it. I did it. I did it. I, no, there was no conquering, but I was there. 
I, I was I mean, present. You went three and zero. I mean, sounds like concrete I mean, I to me. I did go three and zero. I mean, I did, and and I, and CJ was, was guarding me two of those games, so it definitely was a little jab. Like, yep, that's right. You call you called in the ringer. Thanks for that's right, me, buddy. The old lefty. The old the hefty old lefty. Lefty <laughs> lefty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. But yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. So I started my morning off right. I mean, you know, I've, I've closed now, my what rings you, now. What do you three do about of, fouls? Out of the first four days of the year. Huh? Okay. What do you do about fouls? You know, like somebody fouls uh, you. Honor system. Honor, honor system. system. But no, oh. nobody, nobody called a foul. Okay. Nobody called a foul. Nobody was jumping high enough that it could be even contested. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, like if it wasn't a hop for me to get the ball, uh-huh. um, then yeah, it wasn't my rebound. It wasn't there for me. <laughs> I can't reach it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was like. Ah! Okay, all right. The other guy got it. Okay. Oh, they're running down court again. Okay, I'm going to jog really slowly. Uh, they shot a three. Thank God. Okay, I'm back on defense, guys. Back on defense. <laughs> the old, exactly college, the so. old college try. You know, the yeah. greatest play I ever pulled off was JV basketball. I had one of those guys that, that was, you know, uh, really great at garden. You know what I mean? He's just all over the place, right? But he he had he had glasses on. He didn't have a you know the 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 uh, tie on you know the thing that oh you know, yeah he didn't have the rec specs yeah <laughs> the he goggles didn't, <laughs> he, he didn't have the the idiot string on the back you know yeah so so I noticed like a couple times his glasses fell off and he'd stop and pick them up so I'm I'm after a basket I'm like gonna break long for a, a breakaway so I start I take like three steps and I stop really quick and he runs into me and, and his glasses fall off and then I take off and he stops for his glasses I got a basket how about that oh. that's strategery hey. right there that 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 the boy yeah that's something that's something I don't know about the teacher I, I was waiting for you to say you knocked him off and then you stepped on him and then he, no, he was no, like he was like Velma and Scooby Doo like on the ground feeling for his glasses it's like, I'm not a bad guy I wouldn't do that you know I mean there's, not, there's not limits to it yeah never, not intentionally. never intentionally never <laughs> but uh, but yeah no but it, it, I mean it was it was a good morning it was a good morning that's you know? good I mean, all right. Well, yeah, Pat so Pete had a here. good morning too. He was he's named the uh, the Chief Award winner. How about that? Oh, he won the Chief Award. Yeah. Nice. Congrats to Pat. Did Pat, you ever win Pat the Chief so Award? Awesome. You know what? I never won it. Never no. won it all my years. I thought I would have. I thought I was good with the media. Yeah. But yep. uh ne- ne- never got the Chief Award. Yeah, um, see. So it is a very prestigious award that I wanted to win. Uh never did. Just like I never won the uh the Joe Green Award. I never won the player, the player of the year award. Same here. Um, I, yeah, I mean, li- but, li- listen, listen. We I, I was, I was we a buddy up. though. I, hey, I got the, I got the Tunchin Wolf Locker Room Leader Award there though. You I go. did you win got that. That baby. I did win that. I didn't even. Get so one I of those. do have an award. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> names on it still ain't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right, but we yeah. got Pat Pete. He got the Chief Award. And I thought it was really cool because he said, you know what. I, I just uh, learned how to deal with media from Larry Fitzgerald, who was just a tremendous guy, obviously, that to deal with the media and a tremendous humble player. Brag. What's that? Is it humble brag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. But, you know, I mean, I, I thought that was pretty cool, you know, because that's how learning's done. When I talk about locker room elders, guys setting the tone, the core, you know, it's funny because I read a great quote by Chuck Noll the other day, and I can't go uh, point for point, but spe- specifically how he said it. But basically he said, if you have a core group that leads basically from the front and everybody tries to stay in step with, you've got a great opportunity to win. If you don't have a core group that uh, 
sets a great example. You're you're beat before you even step on the field. Yeah, I think I think that, I think that, that that's true, right? You know, as long as you have a tight locker room and also one that polices itself, right? You know, there's accountability within that room, and like you said, you have those elders in place, you have those leaders in place, and that team functions in that type of manner. Yeah, you can do anything that you guys want. You can you can be the best version of yourselves because you can look to the man to your left and your right and know that they have your back just as much as you have their back. And that trust, it just it builds and it exudes from a team. And you can see when teams are tight-knit like that, the success that, that comes with it. And, you know, for this squad, you look over the last couple of weeks, they've circled the wagons really good. And you could see that chemistry kind of kind of carrying on throughout the entire locker room and permeating throughout it. No doubt about it. And uh, so for Pat Pete, I thought that was just a nice, great award. And the other one was the Joey Porter Jr. got the Joe Green Great Performance Award, Rookie of the Year. Thought that was uh, yeah. definitely um, the quality pick for that. No, well, I mean, l- listen, he has drawn – the short straw every week, which means he gets the tough assignment almost every single week. And, you know, he, he earned his way into that starting role. It wasn't just given to him because of his name. It wasn't given to him because of his draft stock. That kid went out there and played some amazing football. Lil Peasy has grown. And, and being a lockdown cover corner is a very tough and thankless job in the NFL. And, and he's been doing it admirably. And, you know, I, I can't say enough about the job that he's done, you know. And so when I hear that award, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a well-deserved, well-earned um, award for him. No question about it. And I love the fact that he says, well, my, you know, I wasn't real happy with my tackle. My dad's been giving me pointers. <laughs> I, I, I can, can you imagine at the, at the Porter household? <laughs> Son, here, let yeah, me show exactly. you how it's done. No, yeah, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, step, step up from the dinner table. Step up from the dinner table. So you gotta cut. You gotta come. You gotta. You gotta butt him up face to face. Look him in the chest. <laughs> I can imagine. You know. Oh no, Dad. Yeah. I don't want to get up from the table. Yeah, exactly. Because Joey is a defensive coordinator in the XFL. So I mean, you right. know, this is not. This is not like. Oh, my dad's just trying to talk about his. No, no. This is his job. Yep. This is his job as well. It just so happens. You're the benefactor of it as as, as the child, you know. <laughs> so you're you're gonna hear us. I'm, I'm sure he was getting that back in the day. Like, hey, son, come here real fast. Okay, so we so when you you know imagine him at Penn State, dad coming up to his dorm room and trying to show him tackling drills after a game. Oh, I know. That would just be wild, wouldn't it? Dude, uh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I yeah, remember exactly. Back in high Told school, you button your chin strap. Button your chin strap. <laughs> I just happen to have a helmet over here. Let me buy yeah, exactly. buckle up. I remember yeah. when I was in high school, my high school coach, Harris Winky, played for Syracuse University, played um, uh, offensive line. And uh, one time he tackled a, a buddy, Dean Wilson, a buddy of mine. Nobody was tackling correct in these, you know, Oklahoma drills. So so Harris just, like, turns the ball cap around. He was, he was a good-sized guy, you know, as you can imagine. And uh, he came up and <laughs> he tackled Dino. Who's in full pads, right? Harris had oh, no no God. pads on. Just smoked him to the ground, and everyone just went ooh. <laughs> Except for Dino, it was like in another world for a moment there. Yeah, you know? exactly. He 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 had the emergency like like little imaginary Tweety birds flying around his head. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's exactly what was flying about his head. 
Oh man, that, that is quality. What was what was high school ball like for you, man? Because you know it would for me it was it was it was just a lot of fun, obviously. But um, I remember yeah. the first time I thought I could maybe I can play this game was we were doing uh you know the bowl in the middle of the ring. Oh, bull in the ring, yeah. yeah. You know, so you got one guy that's like a linebacker, stand-up linebacker. You got a ring of guys, maybe maybe 10 guys around you and, you know, about within five yards or six yards, something like that. And and the coach will point to someone and the guy will come and try to knock you down, you know, and you got to take yeah. him on. And so you – and I remember um, I didn't really know what I was doing, but obviously I, I, I turtled up enough <laughs> to stay on my feet and do whatever I needed to do. Because Jackie Smith was a, a really tough guy. He was older than me, and uh, he came and tried to knock me out, and he, and he didn't. I beat him. I was like, I thought I was dead. I was standing in the middle of the ring, and he called Jackie, and I remember thinking to myself, I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, look, look, listen, that is death. Bull in a ring and Oklahoma drills, man. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, so it's funny. I played – I played six different positions in four years of high school, right? Okay. Um, started my career as a tight end. All right. First time, freshman year, first time I ever played football. I didn't play, I, I, I didn't get to play till high school. Uh, my, and then I transitioned to a defensive end that same season, my freshman year before I, before I broke my hand. Okay. Then sophomore year, I was ineligible for half the season because I switched schools and came back after the first day of football practice. It was the stupidest rule ever. Um, and then I play, and that year I played uh, strictly defensive tackle. Okay. And then junior year, I, I switched schools. I actually stayed this time, and I played defense. I played defensive tackle and offensive tackle. And then my senior year, they moved me to offensive guard because we switched to a tri- to a triple option offense. Ah, okay. And I pulled every play. <laughs> And so I went, I went through my senior year playing those two positions and it was just, it was, it was crazy because, you know, then I go to college and I'm, I'm a tackle for, for a majority of my career, but it was, but it, but yeah, I went through all those emotions and I didn't know if I was good enough, you know, until probably my, like my senior year. Cause I was, right. well, the junior, I'll say this junior summer rising senior year, if that makes sense. Okay. So after my junior year, before my senior year, because that's when I started getting all the letters, right? All yes. the letters of intent. Right, right. Schools having interest. Um, before you went down and, to meet with the, the coaches there at that one diner where, you know, everything was. Oh, you know, yeah, that Notre Dame one. Yeah, that, yeah, one was, that was a, yeah, where Bob Davies was a head coach at Notre Dame. <laughs> and, and Urban Meyer was, was a wide receivers coach. He was, my, he was a recruiting coordinator for Florida. And, uh, no kidding. And Urban Meyer was, was recruiting me at Notre Dame at the time. Um, and so I was like, oh, man, I could, play, I could play this game, right? I could actually do something successful. And I just remember just how, like, how, how, how relieving that was to know that I could pay for, you know, that I could get my college scholarship paid for. Right, um, right. By playing a sport. You know, I still didn't think, oh, man, I'm going to make it to the NFL. You know, that's always a dream. But I'm like, in reality, I was like, man, just get there and don't fail out of school, right? You know, make sure that you're doing your part. You're being a good citizen. And I grew up, you know, in a service-based background. Um, and so, you know, I wanted to make sure I was active on campus, active in the community. And it wasn't until, like, my probably my junior year that I actually felt like, oh, man, I can actually do this. I can actually play football at the next level. I feel good enough and confident in myself 
um, at that point. But before that, I was just like, hey, man, I just want to play. I just want to get on, you know, I just want to get on the field and play and win games. Yeah. <laughs> that was that yeah. was my goal. And then, yeah, and then, of course, yeah, it led it led to us here. Led us to here to me doing a show with one, with one, of, with one of my favorite guys. Huh? Isn't so, that amazing? Yeah. And you think about yeah. how this unfolds. You know, for me, it was surviving the, the one shot from Jackie Smith. <laughs> I was yeah, still standing. Exactly. He kind of blew me up, but I was still standing. You know what I mean? But yeah, it is, it's, it's like I'm still tall. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, little woozy, but I'm still here. I'm, on, I'm standing, right? I'm standing. I'm not on my back, right? Yeah, I don't no, see yeah. the sun. <laughs> I don't see the sun. I, I can't yeah. see. Oh, my helmet's down over my eyes. Never mind. Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. I'm cross-eyed again. <laughs> wait a minute. I need a moment here. Yeah, Got to exactly. get this Hold sorted on. out. Hey, Jackie, can you hit me one more time to go back straight? I'm, I really appreciate it. I, I remember one time Tunch, Tunch got uh, – he, he ran a trap, and it was a serious, just a whale of a collision. And he came off, and uh, later on he's talking to the doctor, and the doctor goes, well, how, what, do you, what do you see? And he goes, well, I see double out of my right eye. And, and he goes, okay, well um, – what happens when you close my eye? He goes, I only see one. <laughs> and Tunch goes, oh, I'm good to go, huh? No, no. I can play one-eyed. You're like, no, yeah, you can't said, play one-eyed. Like, Come oh. on, one-eyed Willie, let's go. <laughs> oh, get your yeah. eye patch and get out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the way it Leave the parrot and the peg leg, though. We don't need those. We don't need those on the football field. <laughs> oh well, that's the opening cannon shot right there, buddy. You know. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it there is. is. A little delayed there. A little, a little delayed. delayed. We're talking about pirates. Yeah, there we go. But our <laughs> matey, we go to yeah, we go to break go. right now. More from the locker room right after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the punter is Mr. Stout, the young man from Penn State. Oh, and, he it out. and it's, it's Killebrew blocking the punt and it's going to be... Back across the end line, the Steelers are saying, no, we recovered in the end zone. Safety. All right, Miles Killebrew, amongst others, will be representing the black and gold for yet another year in the annual Pro Bowl games. New format that started what last year, Wolf? I think they changed the Pro Bowl, um, yeah. you know, style, and uh, <laughs> so now it's it's it's, it's like two hand touch uh, flag. Yeah, like that. they got all sorts of events so, like uh, you oh, know, yeah, they running, got doing stuff. Tech toe, tug yeah. of war, an obstacle course, um, and a partridge in a pear tree. Um, but uh, but you, no, you know I what mean, they need still, to do? Let me on. say this, Max. Let me throw this because this is this is your generation. They should just play Madden, you know, one they giant. Do. They do, they do, do they? Yeah, they, they do. should play they do it on the field tournament. with the, with the crowd, you know. Walk out there, play mad. Yeah, the, exactly. The no, so so they do. They do have. I think it's two. They pick two from each conference, and they do a Madden style tournament. Wow. Um, one from AFC offense and defense, and then one from NFC offense and defense. 
and they play for the right and you earn points for your conference. So in, in all these games, the way it accumulates is you have, um, and let me, let me see where exactly that was. It had all the events listed. Um, but there's kick-tack-toe with the kickers. There's, there's a quarterback skills competition. There's dodgeball, the Madden tournament, tug-of-war. There's an obstacle course like relay squad. Um, We'd be really good at that. <laughs> No, dude. We, we, yeah, we, I'm like, dude. We should, we should, we should crush that. Um, and the, the actual flag football game, and they should have like word. a, they should have like a rib eating contest for the offensive line guys. You know, l- l- something listen, like that. Yeah, hey, listen, if that was the case, Wolf, we we we, we would have been perennial, <laughs> perennial picks. Like if we're, if we're going on that, like l- l- listen, it's not about how, how how well he blocks a guy, but this guy can take down a slab of ribs. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like time. It's like a pie eating contest, except for you're you're going for speed. It's one rack, going for speed. You you get warm up racks though, because That's true. obviously you, you got to make sure the stomach is uh, is ready for that. Um, so you know, bring more ribs, and then you know, and also I would love like just a barbecue competition, like get the top guys to have like a like a grill off. Mm, that'd be good. You know, you know how cool that would be. Yeah, that would work. I think that would be something that would you know people like to see. Some fat guy with an apron on and a chef hat, you know, slaving over. Oh yeah, grill. can you imagine Jason Kelsey? Like, like I mean, just he he looks like the quintessential barbecuing like yeah dad, griller. You yeah. know, the yeah, he looks dad. like a seasoned griller. Like he's like like he he's the one that has like a big green egg, a Traeger, and like some other grill or like a flat top. <laughs> you know, and he's like, black, yeah, we're just we're just gonna Max the Blackstone baby. Blackstone, there it is, there it is, the Blackstone and a pizza and a portable pizza oven. Like oh. you got to have one of those. Oh yeah. That's, that, but that that's for that's for chef snacks. <laughs> you, you put out the pizza oven for yourself. Like I, I need to be fed while I'm doing this. You know, you need fuel. True. You need just fuel. Like, just like charcoal. Like fire needs charcoal. You know what I'm saying? Like we need a little mini pizza oven. It's not for everybody else. It's for me. It's like a personal, like a personal pan pizza. Every time. Absolutely. So. Well, how about how about Miles uh, block a punt? You know, Miles block a yeah. punt. He's he's got his he's he's in his eighth year. We got selected for the first time to the Pro Bowl. I think that's pretty amazing. No, that, that that's really special, especially when you consider, I mean, he's like one of the tops in tackles. I think he has 13 tackles this season. You know, the the blocked punt and tip punt, since they don't call him t- uh, a blocked punt because it went past the line of scrimmage, right. but it severely altered it. But, um, you know, and you think how he rebounded after that three penalty game on special teams to then come oh, back yeah. and block a punt the very next game. Um, just to resolve, and there's a reason why he's been the captain, you know, of uh, of of the def- uh, of the, of the special teams, and so I'm really proud of him and, and all that he's done because I think you know that that's a special honor, and regardless of the format or everything else, to be mentioned there, and like you said, to do it this late in your career, because normally if it doesn't happen like your first two three years, right. it, it's not going to happen in the old format, but now you have an opportunity to where you get to go. And you know he he's he's been doing a great job as a core four guy, and also also pitching a hand in on defense since we've been shorthanded. Absolutely, coming in and playing regular down snaps as well. So now, congrats to him. And of course, TJ, are we surprised? Are we surprised that TJ Watt was voted to the? Pro I Bowl don't think starter? so. I don't think so. No, no. And, and we know the resume, right? I mean, you're tied for the lead in sacks this season. Um, if he does after this weekend, if he lead, if, if he's leading. He would be only the third person to do it three times. 
um, where you led the league in sacks um, at three different points in your career, um, joining his brother and also Jared Allen, right? I mean, that would be that would be pretty phenomenal company to uh, to have done that. So, you know, to TJ, hey, I hope you get a bunch of sacks and nobody else does. Um, <laughs> that, that's 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 what I'm hoping, and that's my wish and my prayer. That also leads to a victory and the playoffs. Uh, but um, but you know him, and then of course Minka, Minka getting getting in as well. Right. I know it's been a shortened season for him with injuries, but the fact he still got voted now, he's not a starter, he's a reserve. I'm like, in a flag football game, what does a reserve mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, hey, right. just call he's a part of the Pro Bowl. You don't have to really distinguish. Um, in know, case someone's flag is. gets pulled too hard, he'll be there, he'll be there in relief. <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll be there. He has the appropriate amount of, of amount of flag pulling pressure to okay, be applied. Wait, wait, wait. Now, you just, you, you just stimulated some thought for me, right? Okay. So Demonte Casey gets uh, you know thrown out three games for a hit. What if what if somebody pulls a flag too hard or or bumps a guy? What happens? Do they get fined by the uh, NFL? I mean, would they find him in the in the? They Pro get Bowl drawn games? and quartered. Actually, yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. No. You, you are you are you are publicly humiliated. You're putting the gallows, and people are allowed to come by and throw tomatoes and heads of cabbage at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always interesting. I'm like, who's throwing a whole head? Of, you know, you always see it like the movies and stuff. You see like this lettucey type. I'm like, who's giving up that much product? Yeah, I'm like, you're I'm right. like, I get a tomato, maybe maybe even a squash or something. But I mean, come on, a whole head of cabbage or lettuce like that that that's and that hurts. That that's hard. That's it it's like it's like throwing a big softball at somebody. It's harder to throw than a tomato too. I mean, a tomato fits nicely in your palm. You right. know, you can really get some torque on that. You get big head direction. of cabbage. I mean, yeah, that's you gonna, throw your elbow out not, tossing that. Yeah, thing. it's not aerodynamically sound because you got all the leaves coming off the thing. You know. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, I'm completely with you guys. I think you know. Yeah, there, there has to be some decorum. You know, you know back in the decorum. medieval times when they, they were chucking stuff like that. What you, now when you hear like modern times about how hard it was to you know have sustenance every day unless you're the king, you know uh, if you're one of the peasantry, nobody well, kills animals in the king's forest. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not going to throw a head of cabbage at some guy in a stockade, you know, with the he's got no. the arms and the the whatever you know the the public square and they put them in yeah. stocks, you know, with the hands and the head. Yeah, exactly. There's no there's no sitting. There's no, there's no porta potty. There's nothing. You just, you, you're there. Right. You're right. there. And, you're, and so, you know, yeah, like you said, you, you catch somebody that has, you know, that might, might have been like, you know, a pitcher in ye oldie times. You know, that, that, that can really hurt. You know, I even think like an apple, an apple would, would hurt too. But why would you waste the food? That's what the point I'm making. See, because yeah, no, I mean, li- listen, I'm like, I'm like, I'd rather, you know, go slap somebody, you know, just, just slap them. But yeah, to throw yeah. to throw away precious tr- resources no. in a time like you said when, when there's famine. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Bring out your dead. Remember that Monty Python. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> He's not dead. God. He's now only go mostly... away, or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> Monty Python stuff used to crack me up. Used that, to. Well, it still does. Still does. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about it. There's some great lines in that man. I like when he's they're, they're yeah. fighting the Black Knight and he's got his arms and legs cut off. He goes, "What, Tis but a flesh what are you gonna do? Bleed on <laughs> me? Yeah, exactly. What are you gonna do? Bleed on me? I love that. Yeah, oh my God. That, yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that's that's quality. <laughs> and then he's he's laying there with no limbs and he goes, "All right, we'll call it a draw." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll call yeah it a draw. Exactly. 
<laughs> no, I, I love the the initial slice when he took off like his left arm. He's like, just by the flesh wound. Just by the flesh wound. <laughs> I've had worse. I've had worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> you haven't. <laughs> the best, the best oh, scene though. So Matt Williams and I like dissect Monty Python every year out at training camp. We'll all have to do this over a fat guy delight next oh, summer. Oh yeah, that sounds and, good. And uh, we've decided our favorite part I'm is when they have a salad. I've I've learned my lesson. When... <laughs> yeah, right. I'm camp. New I'm, year, I'm, new use. Only going to last for a couple more weeks. All yeah, right. Yeah. Listen, just give it till July. Let let me let me ha- live in my fantasy till July. <laughs> when, they, <laughs> when they roll up to the castle, and it's all the French guys that are controlling the castle. Right. And he's like. What are a bunch of Frenchmen doing here in England? Oh, mind your own business. <laughs> yeah. and, but at the very end of that monologue, you know, he does the, now go away, or I shall taunt you, you a second, second time. time. And, and the, the one guy in the Monty Python crew goes, is there anyone else up there we can talk to? <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing was just, you know, and then the best part was after the, after the sword fight and everything, then the police come. <laughs> The modern day police, you know, and these guys are all in medieval outfits and everything. You're like going, this is just nuts. This is now cosplay. We've now entered the cosplay world. <laughs> exactly. No doubt about it. But, you know, exactly. as far as Miles block a punt, as I like to call him, just because he is just, I, you, you mentioned 13 special teams tackles. Or Miles kill a punt. How about yeah, that? Kill Miles a punt. kill a punt. That could be. Yeah. I thought about that one first, but I like the block a punt. But uh, I, I can go either way. But no other player on the team has more than seven special teams. He almost doubles everybody else, anybody else, I should say. Well, do you know since 2021, Wolf, Miles has as many block punts as as um, most NFL teams? Mm-hmm. How about yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, what? He was like, yep. He he actually because his three, um, he's logged since 2021. Are, are are tied for the most of any NFL team, him solo. So the man, the man's not only not, not only a great teammate, but he is a team in and of itself, and he's special. He is. He's got four for his career, three as a Steeler. That's pretty amazing. I asked Danny Smith last week when we were hanging around. I go, Danny, what makes a guy like Miles so good at blocking the punt? And he said, it's the hard work that he puts in. You know, he puts that hard work in when we hit the field. Puts that hard work in when we study. And, you know, he said just, and you know, from your own experience, guys just have a knack for doing something. Some guys, they're catching passes. Some guys, they throw the ball. Some guys are great tacklers. You know, he happens to be able to line that up and has a special gift to line up and go after a punt. And he gets the job done. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a knack. You know, you talk about football instincts and football IQ and all this stuff. FBI football intelligence. Right. I mean, he has all of those. He has all of those traits. And like you said, it, it's not only about, you know, luck, but it's it's the presentation of, you know, luck is where opportunity meets preparation, right? Right. And he creates his own luck because like 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 you said, but Danny Smith, right? He prepares and he take he takes that job seriously. It's not just something like, oh, I gotta do this in addition to it's like, no, this is my job, first and foremost. And he takes that job very seriously. And that's the reason why he got voted as a captain. Because normally, you know, it's a kicker or a punter that usually gets that designation right as a captain. But when you get a core four guy to become a captain, that means that guy's pretty special. And Miles, Miles has shown that trait over and over again. And that's the reason why he's so valuable, you know, as a member of that special teams unit. He takes he wears that with a badge of honor. You know, it's like, it's like my brother Ronnie. You know, he was a four-time pro bowler uh, as a special teamer. 
and he took that very seriously. And a lot of guys, well, let's face it, we not not all, not many of us actually play special teams much in college. If you're a starter, you know what I mean. If you yeah. come into being a starter early, you you don't play any special teams basically in in college a lot. And certainly, you know, for a guy like like Miles, he really takes that seriously and studies, you know, and that's to me that's where the the intensity is. He you know, he he has that intense level of preparation and uses that intensity to, when it spills over onto the field. The guy is really he's amazing. I've not heard of too many players in my career that have blocked more than two punts, you know, and he's got four. Yeah. Yeah, he's got four. And to have had three in the last three years, yeah, um, that that I mean that that's just ridiculous. I mean, it's 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 more common for a player to to actually get a kick return for a touchdown than it is for them to block a punt. Like that's just how tough it is to do. And the fact that he's done it at the clip that he has, and it hasn't been any type of trail off in his performance. Um, that, 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 that's a huge kudo, you know, and for him to be in that position, like you said, to get this honor at this point in his career, uh, is even more special. Right. Um, because like you said, it, do, it doesn't happen that guys, you know, above, I would even say four or five years at a lot of positions, like, you know, it goes to perennial guys. Like when we look at the rest of this roster, it's guys who have been there. You know, plenty of times. I mean, the Miles Garretts of the world, right. T.J. Watt, right, Minka, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, right. I mean, like all these guys have been there multiple times, and to get the first timer that's not a rookie, because there's also a lot of rookies on here, like Puka Nakua, right. um, Aubrey, the kicker from Dallas, and and some other guys. Um, but when you get an eighth year guy, dude, that means you're putting in some real work, and you've earned every step of the way it's eight years building for this first moment absolutely absolutely man yeah. uh, you know so good for him I'm, I'm glad for miles i like the guy i've had an opportunity to interact with him on a couple occasions and i've always thought very highly of him he's you know as they say he's he's Harmon's boy <laughs> i love that yeah Harmon killabrew <laughs> yeah. the old milwaukee uh milwaukee player big big time hitter big hitter yeah yeah no i mean so Kudos to all those guys um, for having that honor and making their way into it. Um, you know, it's it, it's truly cool. Even though it's a different format, it's not the full football game like we know it. This is the iteration to where players can still be competitive without risk of injury, except for if you have the hard uh, hard pull on on the flags. So don't double under your flags like I used to do when we played flag football. <laughs> Because uh, I know I wasn't fast enough to outrun anybody. So I was like, well, I just got to make it tougher for them to grab my flag. Um, you know, wear it normal. Wear it within regulation, NFL way to play guidelines, and, uh, and and have some fun. I can't wait to see who gets picked for what competition. I would have to imagine TJ's going to be in the relay race. You know, have to what, imagine that. one of the funny things is I played in a flag football game in my 50s against uh, some of the old Cleveland Browns we played at a charity thing. And I caught one ball. And I, as I was, I turned and I forgot who it was from the Browns was covering me. I go, go ahead and pull my flag, please. Don't don't make me humiliate myself by trying to outrun you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just, just like, pull just, the flag, man. Just just in the misery now. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and don't pretend to alligator arm it too. Ah, 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 ah. 
no, just 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 pull it, just get it just over, with, rip it off like a band aid. Yeah, don't rip don't it drop off like behind a me and, and laugh at me as I'm running down the field. Yeah, exactly. That that's not fun. Um, but okay, we're gonna step aside. We're gonna take a break <laughs> because we're, we're definitely flying over flying over the cuckoo nest right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more. We'll we'll be situated when we come back after this break to break down because this is a football Friday, Wolf. So we are going to break down this Baltimore Ravens matchup and what to expect, what to see, who's playing, who's not as of right now. Um, Cause you know, I've seen, I've seen some disparaging remarks about, Oh, the Steelers are going to take on the, the, the Ravens JV squad. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but we actually beat them earlier this year. So regardless JV varsity, whatever you want to call it, uh, we, we, we actually fared well the first time around. Um, and Miles Killebrew was a big part of that. And we're going to get back and talk to that and break down more here inside the locker room on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, we know one guy that's definitely out, and that would be Lamar Jackson. A uh, Pro Bowl choice, by the way, also. Lamar's out. Tyler Huntley is in, and he's... uh, well, he's a guy that's uh, been there, done that. Uh, he was uh, he got the start versus the Steelers last year in Week 17. Uh, he went 14-21, uh, 130 yards, one TD, one INT. He's had 19 career games and uh, 66% completion percentage, seven TDs, seven interceptions, and throws about 5.8 per attempt. So he's uh, one of those throw short, run it, uh, run long type of guys. But the fact is, Max, he's also been sacked 25 times in all the games that he's played in, which um, is pretty high for a guy that doesn't see the field much. Yeah. No, I mean, Tyler Huntley is a capable guy. Like you said, he's, he's been retained for multiple years with the Ravens, and they trust a lot in what he does. And he, he's, he's, a, he's a sufficient guy, and he can still run the actual Lamar Jackson offense. Yes. And he, he's a guy that shows an adept <laughs> skill set for that. And so, yeah, he, he's going to be a challenge because he's Lamar Light. You know, he's... he's <laughs> Lamar he, he, Light, he, I like that. Yeah, he, yeah, he's Lamar Light. You know, is le, le, less filling, less refreshing. But, uh, <laughs> but, he, but still, none the doubt, is still um, a, a run-active, rolling-pocket, RPO-based quarterback that's going to present problems if you don't contain him. If you don't run the contain properly, he can hurt you. And so you have to be on your P's and Q's because you don't know what you can expect from him, especially with, you know, the rest of the cast of characters still being in there and playing for all, for all intents and purposes as of right now. What was your take on their offensive line? Um, I really like Tyler Linderbaum. And we know Kevin yeah, Zeitler is a, a good player. You know, he's been around for a while. Ronnie Stanley, uh, hey. Alex Eismith got after him seriously in that first game. I mean, you're oh, talking yeah. – he, he had like he 11 pressures. Like yeah, exactly. So, I think, to me, if you're going to rest anybody and, and you know, come up with some uh, backups in there, it, it it's not going to be good for the Ravens. No, and, and Ronnie Stanley can't afford to. And he's missed enough time this season, so he's going to need to, you know, to get some reps and be on his, his A game, so to speak. 
uh, because he has he needs to bounce back and he needs to get ready for these playoffs. And even though they're sitting off the first round of the playoffs, he's a guy that probably needs to play this week mm-hmm. uh, to earn that week off. Um, but like you said, I, I love Tyler Linderbaum. He's a guy I loved in, coming out of the draft. Yeah, and he's only, he's only proven me right that he, he's he is a quality center. He's tough. He's physical at the point, smart. So you know, I, I, I'm all on board with you for uh, for Linderbaum. Um, like you said, Zeitler's solid. He's solid um, as a player, uh, vet knows his way around the game. Um, so you know, I think when we're looking at this, you can't take any of these guys for granted because they 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 they, they can't hurt you. They can burn you if you're not on your p's and q's. You know, it's interesting is uh, in a total, I think they've got like around 1,200 or 1,100 total plays, snaps during the season. John Simpson, the left guard, has only missed four. All the other guys have totaled uh, a total of uh, like 350-some plays. But but Simpson, the left guard, has only missed four. I mean, the guy's, the guy's rugged. The guy plays hard. Um, he's, he's a pretty serious stabilizer on that offensive line. No, yeah, he is physical kid. Uh, came from Clemson. I remember when he came out um, a couple years ago. Uh, I remember watching him, and you know, one of the things that was kind of a little bit of a of a letdown, I think, for, in a lot of scouts' eyes, why he dropped in the draft was because of lateral movement, right? Um, but he was unhealthy coming out. He had he had a knee or lateral lower leg is the best description that kind of prevented him from doing stuff. But now you can see he's fully healthy. And uh, yeah, he once you, once you get in the chest area of that guy, right? He ain't letting you go. He ain't locked jaw. <laughs> um, so and, and and he's proven his durability as well. Like you said, only only missing four snaps this season, especially when you think about the physical run first brand that that uh that that the Baltimore Ravens are. So no quality guy, and it's going to be a challenge. Um, but I think I think Cam Hayward has something to say about that. True, uh, Larry <laughs> Ogunjobi. He's got yeah, something Larry, to say about it. Larry O's definitely going to have a few words about it as well. So I, I think it's going to be a nice challenge in the middle because, you, you, you know, you've got to neutralize that run game because that's what they're going to use, especially when you got Tyler Huntley, right? you got your backup, backup QB in. Right. You want to make sure that, that you're utilizing every advantage possible to help, to help him out. Um, so, you know, if you can stop the run early, force him into, and, and, into actually throwing the ball – that's when you said those twenty-five sacks that he's amassed in his in his career as right, a starter. Right, those start to creep their ugly head again. And we like, I I definitely want that number to creep closer to thirty. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I, I think I think thirty would be a nice round number. You know, that would be it would be it's an odd number, but it's always even. Absolutely. You know? All right, we got more coming up in the power hour as Max kicks it off. That's that'll ring down the first hour. So we'll be back with more. we got Jerry Dulac coming up today, by golly, the cool breeze himself. So he'll be on about 1120. So make sure you tune in there, and we'll be back with more after this. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 